listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose. Feel the culture. Ho, ho, friends. Welcome aboard. On the official home of your Calgary Flames. They score. Jonathan Huberto. Oh. Elias Lindholm. And the scene of rises at Scotiabank Saddledome. Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Oh, hi there. Wednesday, it's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. Got a busy show today. My man, Show Ali, Blue Jays pregame and postgame host on the Sportsnet Radio Network. Jordan Romano gives up a late dinger. Jays lose 2 nothing to the Yankees at Rogers Center last night. The magic number, I believe, is still at three for the Blue Jays. All they got to do is win three of their next five games, and they're guaranteed a playoff spot. That's all they have to do. But ain't going to be easy tonight. Garrett Cole on the bump for the Yankees. Uh Uh-oh. And poor Kevin Gosman can't get a run. Get that man some runs. Like, not the runs, but some runs. Nice. Get that man some runs. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've had a lot of problems with uh, old Garrett Cole, especially their last outing. He covered yeah. him up pretty good. Dude's a bonafide ace. Uh, King looked good yesterday as well. Yankees look like they got something there too. So, tough one. You know, you don't want to hear that, see that from Romano at this point of the season. But that's twice in less than a week that yeah, he's had a blown. Like we talked it's about, not really man, a blown save we, yesterday, but still. Yeah. The hold situation perhaps yeah. a little different than the save situation, I guess, but I don't know. Still putting him in a position where he needs to get three outs to get the Jays to the bottom of the ninth, down, you know, 0-0. Zero, zero. Yeah, that, Wells, that's, that's what you do. That's what you do. If you're yeah. a home team, you put yeah. your closer in the ninth, <laughs> yeah. get yeah. to the bottom of the ninth, maybe, you know, nick a run, and you win. I mean, he's, he's your best bullpen option, and you expect him to be the best there, but you just sometimes. They yeah. had a couple instances where they certainly could have scored runners as well. Like yeah. just in, like like Vladdy got rung up on a couple bogus yeah. pitches. Well, you, you know who was umping last night, right? What's his name? I I he's uh he's a frequent in the uh the ump scorecards that I usually look at um, on show. Twitter. Um he's definitely part of the ump show. But yeah. I, there's a, an umpire scorecards page that I follow. Yeah, it's on Malachi Twitter. Moore last night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was back behind the blade. He's the dude who threw out um, Pete Walker. Yeah. Because he said something <laughs> bad about him. You're yeah. out of here when he was eavesdropping. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That guy in that July. That was remember? earlier this season. Yeah. yeah, it was in July. Yeah. Uh, give us time. We have time to talk. You're not allowed to be here. Yeah. And, uh, and then he heard what he said about the ump, and then he threw him out. You're out of here. Because he was eavesdropping. You're out. Uh, that's such a scummy move. Yeah. Just stand behind the plate. Everyone talks crap about you. It's part of your job. Yeah. Shut up and do your job properly. Like, robot umps now. Jeez. Like, what is taking? Let's go. Let's go. Tired of this. Tired of, like, umpires having their own strike zone. Oh, he's a pitcher's pitch. He's a pitcher's ump. He's a hitter's ump. It's like, no, it's either a strike or a ball. It's very cut and dry. Yeah, it's a strike or a ball. It's not a gray area. Like, do we know how the testing is going in the minor leagues? It's not like hockey analytics where you don't know, and it's all gray area, and people pretend Mm. like it's gospel. No. It's strike zone is it's black or white. Either it's a ball or a strike. There's no in-betweens. So it's done. Mm-hmm. That, and, and that's why I want to know, like, how is it going down in the minor leagues? Because what they're doing is they got the machine. They still have the umpire behind, and yeah. he's got essentially like a pitch comm device yeah. that tells him that was a strike and that was a ball. And I would like to see that. 
I'd I, love to see it. I would like to see the umpires be told what you call to make, and they can yep. just do the hand signals so that everybody knows what's happening, and we move on, and, and the games are much better. When it comes to traditionalists in baseball, please, they put the pitch clock in. Like, it's over for traditionalists. <laughs> they made the bases larger. Yeah. Like Calm down. <laughs> yeah, like, again, forget, you know, all the, oh, but that's the game. It's been like that. No, it's over. Once they implemented the pitch clock, which, by the way, has been awesome for Major League Baseball, Makes it a lot more enjoyable to watch games. The pace is a lot quicker. The games aren't don't go four hours. You don't have those yeah. four and a half hour Yankees and Red Sox games anymore. It's good. Yesterday, uh, Brooks Robinson passed away. Yes. Um, so I decided to look up some of his highlights on YouTube. Yeah, it was unreal. He was amazing. 16-time Gold Glover. But you also watch the way that the sport has changed over the last 45 to 50 oh, years yeah. since he has played, and change is good in that sense. So, yeah, when there are traditionalists of the sport, yeah, that I understand that there are certain things that you like to keep sacred and all of that type of stuff, but at the same time, you have to adapt to survive and continue to be a product that people find interesting, and baseball's yeah. done a really good job of that this year. Again, the pitch clock has been... It's been awesome. It's been, been an awesome. absolute, like, home run, Way grand better slam, than I thought it could be. Yeah, whatever um, cliche you want to use, it's been it's been awesome. Like, watching games is enjoyable. It's not the, you know, 25-second wait forever to get a sign, throw a pitch, like some pitchers who excruciatingly uh, take forever to throw a pitch. No, we don't have that anymore in Major League Baseball. There's a pitch clock, uh, and, the, uh, and the games move smoothly. So uh, Blue Jays lose last night. Still haven't clinched a playoff spot. Um, again, going to be tough tonight against Garrett Cole. Very, very, very tough. They got some. They got a little breathing room after the way that that last series went. But you'd obviously like to try and take care of business yeah. earlier rather than later, and not have to worry about the final couple games of the season, and maybe give guys a little chance to take a breather. Yeah, they have a one and a half game cushion here with five to play. Jose Barrios, 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 as our man um, John Morosi would call him. Uh, is on the mound tonight. So yeah, they play what the next five days, and then they would have one day off before the wild card series starts. Yeah, they would have to go to Monday. the trop right now. It's yeah. Tuesday that they start, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Monday, Monday, Monday would be the day off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Tuesday we'd potentially watch some playoff baseball, which would be super probably exciting. Well, we, we're gonna watch some playoff noon. baseball probably at noon. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> ten a.m. Calgary time. 10 yeah, exactly. Yeah, ten a.m. Calgary. I time. do like this opening of the baseball when we get it during the day. That yeah. is something that I... And being, you know, Blue Jays supporter, you're always going to be in the daytime nowadays. So, like, at least in the first round, first two rounds. They're, like, there's a sport that... Hockey's the same way. Like, once the playoffs start, mm-hmm. is there, like, it's that switch mm-hmm. where, like, the game just gets exponentially so much better. Like, in football, it's the, it's essentially the same product in the playoffs. It just means more. Yeah, nobody amps it up. It feels yeah. like... It yeah, just basketball, feels like, yeah. it's like... Yeah, the intensity ramps up, but... You, Later on in the rounds, like, in the yeah. conference finals and the yeah. NBA finals. When, yeah. the, when the talent is actually yeah. equal. But, yeah. yeah, no, the NHL, like, I, I never really think about that with baseball, but the NHL goes from, like, five to a 15 within a week yeah, in the first round yeah baseball's um, like that too because yeah. every pitch matters mm-hmm. everything is so amplified when you watch playoff and baseball like uh bns was on jay's talk plus earlier this week and like he was talking about like like and then baseball like no like the underdogs have better chances to come away with it. it's like you give the home team like a 55 45 oh, yeah. chance at winning the series yeah and they drop that mm-hmm. game one you're already up against it. Like, look at the Padres last year, the Phillies last year. Yeah. Being the, what, the sixth wild card going all the way to the World Series? So, 
That's that's what makes the baseball yeah. playoffs so fascinating. Is not the best team wins the World Series. Yep. Like it's just any team can win this thing. Yeah, like you could have a starter who is a Cy Young caliber player and goes out and throws two pitches, and all of a sudden the mental game is gone, and he gets blown up for six yep. over two innings, and all like, of a sudden it's like there's red a tr- alert. How do we <laughs> yep. get out of this? Everything that we've done all year that's worked for us is like, not, and how do we fix it? The Phillies could match up with the Braves in, in five the innings. in the NLDS, and it's like. Yeah, well, the Braves might be the best team in baseball, but Phillies are a good team. Phillies are a good team. That's a division yeah. opponent. They know the Braves well. Like that could be totally an upset right there. So, like, man, yeah, you're right. Baseball playoffs are, are legit. I'm I'm super excited. Hopefully, the Jays can just push it over here. Especially, get I can't believe they're less than a week away. Honestly, yeah. especially in the American League, right? Jays get past the Rays, all of a sudden, like it opens up. You go to yeah, Baltimore. Baltimore would be tough, of course, but again, you can beat the Ra- uh, the Ravens. The <laughs> Orioles, because the Jays have a better rotation. And you're probably going to have to face both of those teams. Like, the the way that it looks right now, if you want to yep. get past the next, you're going to have to face them both. It just it might flip-flop which one you face first. Yep. If the Orioles manage to lose a couple of games here, but even they don't look like they're going to lose much going out the rest of the season, probably going to lock up that division and lead. Houston could legit miss this thing, too. They were yeah, not the defending great last champs. Night. No, Watch that one. I did watch some of that. Uh, Just George a half Kirby. game back up for Seattle now. Yeah, George Kirby was dealing last night. Who's Houston close with? For the Mariners. Um, they, don't they play Texas to finish off the season? Uh, no, I think Seattle plays Texas to close off. Oh, uh, I got it right here for you. Rangers and Mariners. Yeah. Red Sox and Orioles. Astros and Diamondbacks. D-backs. Oh, so wow. they're going to be fighting. They're going to be fighting for their yeah, NL wild card lives as well. Yeah. So that's a massive series. Yeah. Astros, Diamonds, the interleague. Wild card battle. That's amazing. Never yeah. seen that before since they uh, they got rid of the interleague play. Arizona, Chicago, Miami still fighting down there. Kind of Cincinnati, but not really. Um, Dave Dickinson, the head coach and general manager of your Calgary Stampeders, is going to join us at 730. I feel bad we have to talk to Dave. <laughs> couple couple uh, starting offensive linemen hit the injury report yesterday. Yeah, he... Uh... Which you never want to see. In that clip where he said, I just want to win a game. It's like, oh, after last week, I'm like. And then yeah, we get the Jake that. Mayer postgame clip. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, mm. well, no, I, Dave said kind of the same thing. Like, I'm just, I just want to win a game here. Yeah. Yeah, essentially. And yeah. and I'm like, and then right away I thought, I'm like, great. We got to talk to him on Wednesday. <laughs> He's not happy after that game. No. And why would he be? There's not much to be happy about. This He's has been probably a totally. Miss the playoffs for the first time since 2004. Yeah, he's going to miss the playoffs for the first time as like a player or a coach. Since he's been in the CFL. Like he's, That's incredible. Yeah. yeah, he's dominated this league for his entire time being up here. Yeah. He essentially came up to Canada, took this league by storm, threw a saddle on it and rode it for two decades, and now it's starting to buck him back. And all of a sudden, my an- analogy is totally messy, yeah. just like the Stampeders season. Well, at least he threw a saddle on it, didn't ride bareback. I can't do that. Well, for 10 years, George? My no, goodness. It You'd get a little sore, wouldn't you? Sure. <laughs> um, Dennis Bernstein um, from the fourth period. My man, Dennis Bernstein. He was down under. He was. He was there for the Kings and Coyotes at Min Melbourne. Melbourne. We'll get, we'll get uh, Dennis Bernstein's take on the uh, that series because apparently the ice was crap. Mm-hmm. And uh, shocker, <laughs> in Australia, the ice isn't the best. We'll get his thoughts. How electric was preseason hockey in Australia? 
Was there a buzz? The rosters are pretty good. Logan Cooley scored a pretty nice goal. Yeah. I from from everything I've heard, it went pretty well, but um I was listening to an interview with Luke Robitaille on the Thirty Two Thoughts podcast last week. Lucky he Luke. obviously with the with the Kings, he was down there and he was enjoying it. But I have like twelve Luke Robitaille rookie hockey cards. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, good for you. Um, he talked a lot about, you know, it, it's good to go down there, but the thing is, you you got to go back. Like you got to keep going back every year if you want to really grow it down there. Yeah. And like I've said this before on the show, people are like, oh, it wasn't marketed. Like the NHL marketing's another disaster. Listen, it was a game at 10 o'clock between the Kings and the Coyotes in the preseason. It wasn't meant for you. That's why it wasn't marketed for you. It was 10 o'clock on a Friday night. Yeah. It was for people in Australia. Yeah. Try and get them involved. Because they actually showed two games nationally down in Australia now every week of the NHL. Oh. So, you know, it's starting to grow, starting to get a footprint. And as we've seen with, Sports like the NBA, yes, you can get those North American dollars, but if you can start to tap into some of those right. global markets, all of a sudden the money looks that much better. Well, the NBA is a lot different animal. They have like big time players who play in the league. Yeah, like Yao like, Ming changed the game for them completely yeah. when Andrew he came Bogut in. And they basically took so over China and for for Australians. I get it. Yeah, um, you need a you need an Australian. Australian Connor McDavid you come up here, and exactly. Come here and well, run the show up in Canada. Nathan Walker's great. North America. Delvadova was Australian, isn't he? Matthew Delvadova is Australian. Yeah. Um, Delhi. All those guys that went. Delhi. All those guys that went to St. Mary's are all Australian. Listen, um, Cody should, Grace. Australia yeah. should embrace for the Stampeders. They should embrace yeah. hockey because that must be like at light speed for them, dude. Because I had a, they love cricket. Cricket is boring. I'm sorry. When like, I worked at um, one of the restaurants here, one, one of the chefs, his, a good friend of his played pretty high-level hockey here, and he went and played pro in Australia. He said they loved it down there because, believe it or not, they love the scraps. They love the speed. They love the contact. They love everything about right. it. It's just that it's not accessible because, like you saw, they had to play the game at Rob Labor Arena, which is like, that's a tennis. Where do they have to play? Rob Labor? Rod Laver. Rod Laver? Yeah. Mm, that's what I said. What did you, you said say? Rob Laver. No, it's it's Rod, George. I know. Get it right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> whatever. Big stadium down in Australia. Yeah, the last guy to win a calendar Grand Slam is Rod Laver. Excellent, dude. Anyway, go That's ahead. really good news. Anyway, I'm just saying. Thanks for derailing my point. That anyway, was really productive. Yeah. No. Uh... Yeah, they're playing in a big arena. They don't have much ice down yep. there, so whatever. Sure. No, again, Australia is like, you see some of their sports. They also play um, Australian rules. Yeah, football. I can't even understand that. They just run around and kick that stupid ball the whole time. <laughs> I go, this is so dumb. No, that's one I haven't really picked up on. Yeah, either. it's great. It's you love your sport, and I get it. A, a lot of people combi. think hockey's stupid around the world. It's I a rugby it. combo. Yeah, but again, like even rugby to me. God bless rugby, but it's just scrum after scrum for me in rugby. The other thing. Like, I'm just not a big rugby guy either. Like, I've tried to watch it. I've tried to get into it. And I know it's tough. Like, rugby's tough. There's no question. It's tough for sports that yeah. aren't, you know, like, in the, the fabric of North America to yeah, get, to get a, 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 like, a sort of, you know, absorbed yeah. into you. It's tough. And it, I get it. The culture around rugby's cool, too. Yeah. Like, you know, what rugby's is Rugby's big in Canada. It's yeah. massive. Oh, yeah. I went to high school with yeah. a guy who played uh, at the World Cup rugby, mm-hmm. which yeah. is crazy. He dislocated his elbow when we were playing football at in high school. Yeah, I played high gross. school football with a guy that 
eventually played for Canada at yeah. the rugby is what uh, was represented cool. in the national team as well. So, yeah. And again, what do they do? They drink beers after. They have fun. I get it. it. It's a good vibe around rugby. I just can't get into it. Again, some people like sports. Other sports. Some people love rugby. They think it's they think it's better than football. You're entitled to your opinion. Mm-hmm. That's great. I this is not for me. And that uh, Aussie rules football where they just run around and kick that stupid ball. Can't get into it either. Yeah, like it's chaotic. It's played on like a cricket type pitch because it's not on a, on a rectangle. And they kick it's on it a over circle. the posts. Yeah, all the time, yeah. the whole way. And it's not accessible. Like when rugby's on a little bit here in Canada. Yeah. like you get the, the three letter World well, Cup. Yeah. The three letter does guys, a good job like, showing the. Yeah, but well, wh- whenever it's on, it's never my first choice. No, right? It's always late, middle, uh, late night, middle yeah, of the night type yeah. stuff. Even now, fine. when you can stream everything, mm-hmm. like you can, you can find all these sports if you actually want to watch all. Yeah, exactly. Them. Like, like Lou Peter Labardius is watching all these sports. Like I'm sure he's a big rugby yeah, guy. He, he loves softball. He loves all that stuff because he loves with the Maple Leaf. Yeah. Yeah, but once again, now I have to go find it, and that gets back to accessibility. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Just to have it on the television. Uh, they they love cricket. Like Australia is like the Canada of hockey when it comes to cricket. They are like a powerhouse in the old cricket. My favorite thing about cricket is they just stop in the middle for tea. All right, we 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 finished our batting. Now it's time for tea. <laughs> Like that's cricket for you. It's important. You get yeah. your tea in. And then um, you catch everything with your bare hands if you play in the outfield. I remember we had to, years ago at the other radio station when I worked in Toronto, we had uh, when the World Cup of Cricket was on. So they're like, I was an intern, and they sent me to a uh, a Jamaican place. I went to a Jamaican place mm-hmm. to watch some cricket. There was like three people there Why I go... They go catch the fever of the World Cup of Cricket right now. They go, why am I here? I thought it was going to be jammed with people watching cricket. They're like, no, the matches last like two or three hours. So you just go in and out. World it's Cup. a pastime, much World like baseball. 2023 World Cup of Cricket starts next week. Really? Yes, Where it is it? It's in uh, India. Oh, okay. I was just going to say, it's got to be somewhere mm-hmm. in that part of the world. Mm. North America think- has no representation. Canada or the U.S. The entire Western Hemisphere does not have any representation in this World Cup. Really? Yes. Not one side. Nobody in North America, nobody in Central America, nobody in South America. Not even the Caribbean? Nobody in the Caribbean plays cricket? India, Afghanistan, Australia, Bangladesh, England, New Zealand, Pakistan, South Africa, Sri Lanka, Netherlands. Ooh. The Dutch. I have no idea Total how to play cricket. cricket. I don't have a single clue how to play this game. It's easy. You just, it's just a dude with a bowler who whips the ball. It's like baseball. And he tries to knock down the wicket. <laughs> There's a wicket. Oh, I was taught this game. There's a wicket mm-hmm. that's got the little little piece of wood on top. Mm-hmm. And if the bowler, a.k.a. the pitcher, hits mm-hmm. the wicket, the batter's out. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. Okay. And then the batter wears, like, goalie pads. I see it. And like he has to just, it's it's very similar to baseball. The batter's trying to hit the wicket, or the pitcher's trying to hit the wicket, and the batter's trying to stop him, and the batter's just trying to knock it anywhere, and the field is big and circular. Yeah, and he has to run between the two wickets to to earn runs. So if he like he like drills it in the outfield, like they have to get him in, and he has to run the the like wickets. back and forth. Yes, <laughs> that's how it works, and that's how you score points. Hmm. And I believe if the ball goes over the rope. Which is like the outfield. There's like a, a rope. Di- that's a dinger. That's a dinger. If it, it has to go over in the air, though, I believe that's worth eight points or six points. Hmm. And then if it rolls over, it's worth four points. I okay. Four this is runs. the one sport I cannot 
No, again, I again I, I was watching this, Rick and then Kim. we had we had <laughs> Nigel Reed, who works for uh, like Canada One Soccer. Yes, yes. He always wore a cardigan. He yes, was always Nig- chilly. Nigel Reed yeah, at the radio station. He always had. There's always a draft. He always wore his cardigan, <laughs> and he would live blog this thing. I'm like, how many people are on this stream right now watching his live blog of the World Cup of Cricket? You'd be surprised. But again, hey, you're into that. There's actually at the uh, in the hometown of Niagara Falls, they actually built like a cricket place. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. nearby. Well, that's... like it's in the middle of a field. Yeah, they have to. It's hu- like it's a big no. plane surface. Yeah, no, but like but it's in the middle of no. Like, so you... I went to go see that uh, that crap movie, the new Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah. Man, that was crap. Good for you. Oh, it was terrible. So we're driving back. Should have gone to see the Meg too. Probably. Uh, it's twelve thirty at night, and all of a sudden you're like, "What is all these lights in the distance?" You drive by, the whole pitch is filled with people playing cricket at like twelve thirty in the morning. Like, what is <laughs> happening here? Go to bed. Are they playing while they're like watching the broadcast, like back in? wherever home might be yeah because like, like I, that would be something that i would do when i was watching hockey as a kid you know you'd be watching on the tv and commercials that was mini sticks time mm-hmm. play mini sticks with my brother in the commercials yep. so yep. maybe that's what they were doing they're watching a, a little cricket burn on your knees yeah oh lots they're maybe watching the cricket on their phone on the bench and then when right. the cricket goes to commercial they all run out run there out. and they play a couple pitches then they all go back and probably yeah I imagine that's what they were doing. I'm sure there's somebody listening right now who's just rolling their eyes who know everything about cricket. And that's cool. Like, yeah. like the Tandahar is like the Wayne Gretzky of cricket. I knew that. Yeah. Sure. I'll, Hot I'll cricket word talk. on it. Yep. Hot cricket talk. Is cricket morning. still at the Olympics? No, it's never been at the no. Olympics. Yeah, it has. Has it? The 1900 Summer oh, okay. Olympics. There oh, you where go. was that place? <laughs> that was Paris? in. Uh, Yes, it was. Yeah, I was, it was either Paris, London. Yeah. Paris gets it back again. in 1900. Yeah. yeah, there was like four spots. Yeah. Paris gets it next year. Yeah, Paris, uh, as our Canadian women qualified mm-hmm. to defend their Olympic championship, they beat Jamaica last night. Suck on that, Jamaica. So Canada off the Olympics to uh, hopefully the women to defend their Olympic gold medal in soccer. Oh, excellent news. Well, that's going to be cool. So next summer, like this summer coming up, like, man. These you got some games, things right? to watch. Yep. Canada's women's soccer team. Uh-huh. The men, can they actually medal in basketball? That would be super sexy. Yes, sir. Uh, something you guys are really excited about. Can Novak Djokovic finally win the Olympic gold medal in men's singles? <laughs> yeah. Euro 2024 in Germany. Well, After some devastating I mean. losses. Yeah, Euro 24. Like This summer is jam-packed of sports. Gotta get like, it's a good winter. summer for sports. When are the Olympics? Uh, they run uh, late July to mid-August. Okay, so it's after Stampede. That's yeah. even better. So then I can really get my Olympics on. And I like the time change. It's only seven hours. It's not that bad. Yeah, July yeah. 26th to August 11th. Okay. I love it. It's going to be a good summer. Already looking forward to it. The yeah. logo is all F- fancy. Leafs haven't even fallen yet. It's like a lady's face, but it's it. lame. It, it is. Yeah. Well, that's a very cool logo, actually. Different. Yeah. 2028 in LA. Now that's uh, there. There's the. You know what? I <laughs> that won't have any time change. No, just an I'm, hour difference. Just one hour Pacific. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm definitely a uh, an Olympics guy. Yeah, I do. Like yeah. I, I'm such an Olympics nerd. When it's on, like I watch as much as possible. Oh yeah, and it's, I it's hate, great background. And I can't watch anything NBC because everything's on tape delay. No, exactly. You gotta watch because I download the app and I look for when Can- Canadians like have a mm-hmm. chance of winning medals. And they just and focus on the Americans, of course. But but yeah, they that's should. Their job. That, that's exactly. their job. Exactly. Yeah. Because America doesn't care about anything else but America, exactly. which is fine. I like to watch everything. Like again, the hundred meter. Like what? What's our man Andre de Grasse gonna do? Is he potentially gonna medal? 
you know, could it be the fa- world's fastest man after he won the gold and the 200? The decathlon, awesome. the decathlete, uh, the two of them. We have like the two of the best decathletes in, yeah. the, in the world. Damian Warner Damian won Warner. the gold medal. Yes. I like the summer because yeah. there's nothing else really on the go. Like in the winter, you kind of have like basketball and hockey and all those other. The type winter of ones like got the cool sports though. Yeah, it has the cooler like tournament sports mm-hmm. yeah, for like, sure, like the snowboarding and like yeah, you know, they, like the jumps and you have like the bobsled. They've and the started luge. doing like the Alpine X Cross, which is like a a terrain park run, which yeah. I really enjoy. That's and cool. lots of fun. Yeah, they do a lot of cool things yeah, nowadays. The, the, I like watching speed skating. It's the only time I ever watch it. Yeah. I like yeah. the short track. Yeah, I told you. Oh, short track's just chaos. But I liked, uh, <laughs> I told you what my broadcasting dream is. Well, there's two. One, strip club DJ. But the second is um, being uh, being the guy at, at the uh, speed skating rink, the oval, mm-hmm. who goes, ready? <laughs> and then the gun goes off. That's what I want to be. I'm sure it's a recording. You got some of the fastest ice on, on the planet oh, here. For at the sure, Olympic I know it is. But, <laughs> but... Ready? Yeah, that's what I want to be. Ready? Yeah. Ready? Ready? And then boom. Yeah, the Dutch clean up all the time. Well, I remember. I remember because they made such a big deal of it in '88 when I was when I was very very young. I started watching sports. I was very young. I remember watching uh, the 88 Olympics when I was super young, and they made such a big deal of it that speed skating actually went inside for the first time ever at the Winter Olympics because yeah. mm. in Sarajevo in outside. 1984, outside, yep. see Gaetan Boucher mm. wins some medals for Canada outside, and you see like snow around the track, yeah. like <laughs> legit speed skating was outside. Yep. Nope, the oval changed speed skating, yep. and now it's all about that. I, re- I have so many memories of learning to skate at the oval and just doing... All sorts of silly things there. And um, yeah, it always always have a little special place. I didn't know it was the first time that they brought it Where inside. Is the actually. Oval? I don't think I've university. seen it. It's over by the University of Calgary, just north of the uh, McMahon. Right in the campus there. Because wind sports cool how they have like the Olympic stuff there, like around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it, they don't I've even never, use that much. The they don't even use it, that it's, stuff it's, anymore. It's basically in like the University of Calgary Wait, campus. Is, is the ski jump thing still in operation no. or no? No, it's no. closed. The big one is like abandoned. Yeah, it's got like grass growing on it and stuff like that. But they I'm don't sure, even use the. Uh, they might sure use they the bobsled and luge. Well, that but, was kind of the whole thing about the Olympics. But yeah, this, they, they already have the facilities. They just need to spruce them up. Yeah, exactly. But the, yeah, yeah exactly. The ski jump hasn't been used in at least ten years. I'm the other thing sure. too is like wind sport was only used for like the half pipe and ski, ski jumping. Jump, I want to say bobsled and luge and bobsled and luge and the rest of it was all the downhill was in the mountains. Was out in the mountains yeah. at. Nikiska, wasn't it? Nikiska. Nikiska was essentially built for the Olympics. Nikiska, well. Canmore Nordic yeah, but Center. Also, like, had there's the, way had the more sports skiing. than there were in '88. Oh yeah, there like, was. That's the thing. Too, I think there was right? like 16 sports in the in the '88 games. Yeah, yeah. So there wasn't a lot. Um, but yeah, the, like the downhill, the cross country, the uh, like oh, the decathlon were all out in Canmore at Nikiska and the Canmore Nordic Center. Man, and then uh, we'll COP. I remember um, as a kid watching. Well, two two things, three things really stick out to me. From the 88 Olympics, mm-hmm. um, number one, Andy Moog wearing a fishbowl and net for Team Canada in goal. It's crazy. Uh-huh. He wore a fishbowl. GVP, you're a guy who played hockey yeah. at a decent level. The the man wore a fishbowl and net. Yeah, fish fishbowl's a tough look. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know all, how safe that would be. Really, all the junior junior leagues are like switching from not allowing players to wear visors now. So like a lot of guys who wore visors can't really switch back to a cage anymore, and they're opting for the bubble now yeah 
Yeah, like again, yeah, there it is. Andy yeah. Moog wearing uh <laughs> wearing the fishbowl in that. That's number one. Number two, Alberta Tomba. Tomba La Bamba, the Italian skier, would just go out there and win gold medals mm-hmm. uh, for Italy. Apparently, that dude was so legendary, the ladies were lined up <laughs> to party with Alberta Tomba. Hmm. Legit. Yeah, That's like a skater. Um, also, him. Um, one of my, again, Liz Manley Liz was Manley? the darling. Silver medal. Silver medal in figure skating. But They did that at the Dome, eh? The figure skating? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Katarina Vitt, though. Yeah. Oh, boy. Rod Black. We were da- they were dating. Are you kidding I'm me? I'm pretty sure they were dating. Are you ki- I'm almost certain they you were dating. Got, yeah. When? Like back, back then? The, yeah, back late 80s, early 90s. Get out of here. Yeah. Oh, my God. I put that on my tombstone. You st- no. Oh, I, maybe I'm... No, you're you're, maybe I'm you're throwing out stuff that I don't know if it's true. Maybe it's maybe it's somebody okay. else. I swear he was involved with somebody with the figures. Okay. Reck- if you're Rod Black, and that's the case, oh, I'm like, you're reckless. Like, that's I love reckless. it. <laughs> All right. Uh, we've gone way too long about nothing. Love uh, it. Reckless. Did, did, are you looking? Are you, are you Googling yeah, I'm trying Rod to Black, Katarina Vitt? I don't Rod think you're right dating about that. Are they going to have his dating history like on a Wikipedia Maybe. page? Do you have like, would, a hockey DB my, for his dating history? That'd be my top thing. <laughs> I dated Katarina Vitt in the 80 Olympics. I'll find it. And she, and she uh, skated for East Germany yes. when there was an East Germany. Yes. Don't defect. <laughs> Don't defect. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't right. cross that wall. All right. Um, Rose reports next. What do you got for us? Oh, I got lots of things. I got thoughts on a post-career career. The Jays, mm. the Flames play tonight. Hey. And haven't touched on that. Um, that's pretty much it. Oh, yeah. and, and Marcus Simeon's back. Uh, and, Trevor uh, Simeon. Who's Marcus Simeon? Marcus <laughs> Simeon plays baseball. Former Blue Jay who plays <laughs> Who's for the Rangers. <laughs> that name is familiar. Yes, um, I recognize both. And those uh, names. Elliot Friedman says something very interesting. Oh yeah, also or that. wrote something mm-hmm. interesting mm-hmm. about one Michael Backlund. We'll get to all of that. It's the Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet nine sixty, the fan. Live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. It's the Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet nine sixty, the fan. Show Ali, Blue Jays pre and post game on the Sportsnet Radio Network. Straight ahead, Jays lose to the Yankees. Matty Rose has details. Straight ahead, Dave Dickinson, the head coach and GM. Of your Calgary Stampeders at 7.30. Your chance to win some swag and a $50 gift card from our good friends at VK Bruco. As we play Impossible Flames trivia. Not Impossible Sports trivia. Oh, that. Like, there's a promo. It's Impossible Sports trivia. I'm like, since when did we change the name of the game? That it was always I literally a- invented. Hey, boss. Fix it. Clean it up. I've sent an email. Clean oh, Ati boy. Ati boy. All right. We, we, um, it's like, like, yeah, play like impo- impossible trivia. sports trivia. No, no. We never changed it. It's impossible flames trivia. Yeah, it's already impossible. Why are we bringing other sports into this? Yeah. Um, or you, uh, where I give three former or current members of the Calgary Flames, and you try to find the connection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, our producer, Patrick Dumont, knows the answer. Oh, good. What do you think about the when difficulty When are you going to tell today? me the answer? It's a, it's a tough one. It's going to be a tough one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got to dig deep. You got to mm-hmm. go back. Yep. Okay. At least a decade. 
Ooh. Whoa. Whoa. How dare you Whoa. give away such a hint? <laughs> How dare you? This guy's out here still selling state secrets. Uh, but right now, it's time for the Rose Report, and it's brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Adam Rose. Rose and Blue. Matty Rose. Oh, friends. Good afternoon. Good morning. Happy Wednesday to you. Flames, Jets, Jays, Yankees. AJHL showcase is underway. We got all sorts of stuff to tell you about. Plus, just a thought on what you could do as a little post-career career. Think about what you want to do when you're done your job for a job. You okay. know? Think about it. Okay. Flames get back with their preseason schedule tonight. Winnipeg kick our ass last night. Uh, <laughs> hopefully they didn't. Uh, fellows are out on the road to battle the Jets of Winnipeg at 6 o'clock. And hopefully they don't kick the ass of the Flames again. But it is preseason, so essentially whatever. Uh, <laughs> pre-game does go at 5 o'clock with Pat Steinberg, Wills, and Mickelson on the call, on the call at 6. You can also hear their call on the Flames website where the game will be streaming. Also, keep an eye on Steinberg's Twitter. He'll have the roster up for you. Gets that out wicked quick. Third of eight preseason games, George. Anything that you want the Flames to try out with Wait, this is road it the matchup? Third or the fourth? Fourth, third game day, fourth of eight okay, games. Yes, mm-hmm. Okay, we're almost halfway there. through the let's preseason go. schedule. Keep going. Let's get. Let's knock keep these on things chugging, out. Baby. Let's keep go. on let's chugging, baby. Keep on chugging. October 11th, around the corner. Uh, by the way, I was doing some uh, research last night because I was potentially going to bet some preseason hockey. Oh, yeah? But I didn't. Good. The Ducks play eight preseason games. Okay. Are they the only other one that played eight? I don't know, but I know they do. Okay. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't That's some good that research. <laughs> I do like, know oh, for a fact wow, that the Ducks news. are playing eight <laughs> preseason games. Uh, what am I looking for tonight? team that I don't care about the preseason because the two yeah. guys I want to see don't even have contracts. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> the only thing I care about tonight is please don't have another Pelgia incident. Where somebody, Essentially. You, yeah, you just don't want any guys to get hurt. Especially when they're on the road and you know that yeah. it's not going to be a superstar-laden lineup. Yeah, I just... Uh, I hate it so much. I hate the preseason so much. I just let's please drop the buck on the season. Like again, do, do we all like the ten nothing uh, win? That was fun, a lot of fun. Uh, again, as soon as that was a, over, I'm like, I'm ready for like, the regular season. Oh, now. But yeah. like, oh, Jacob Pelche gets hurt. I hate the preseason. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a lot of empty calories, but that's fine. Uh, I enjoyed it. I, I I saw the Matt Coronado shot. I, I want to see. That's the biggest takeaway I got from that game. Uh, Jacob Marstrom looked good. Other than that, it's like okay, great. Like. Let's get, let's drop the puck on this season right now. The power play looks like it's going to be a lot more creative mm-hmm. under Mark Savard. Damn it, maybe there are a couple of things I've noticed, but whatever. <laughs> it's getting to you. But whatever. Oh god, the preseason is doing hey, its hey, job. You know what I hate too. <laughs> you know what I hate too. I hate the fact that I'm going to be watching that Flames nothing game in Winnipeg and then watching the Jays at the same time. I yeah. think I can do both on my TV, and if I can, I'm going to get really mad. Ooh. Six o'clock, baby. Flames cut their roster yesterday. Jaden Lipinski returned to the WHL's Vancouver Giants. He was drafted in 2023, a teammate of Samuel Honzik's. Uh, eight other players released from amateur tryouts, including Hitman Oliver Tolk and Tyson Galloway. They'll be back with the Hitman ahead of this weekend's action. That's the beauty of playing out of the same building. Yep. Also, for what it's worth, the Hitman still have Sean Chagall at LA Kings camp on an amateur tryout. Also released from Flames camp were Oil Kings forward Nathan Pilling, Wheat Kings defenseman Quinn Manti, and Rockets goaltender Yari Kikkanen. Leaves 55 players, 31 forwards, 18 defensemen, and six goaltenders still at Flames camp. 2023 draft picks Sam Honzik and Etienne Moran remain in camp. Mm. They'd have to be returned to the dub and the queue, respectively, if slash when they don't make the Flames. 
Uh, obviously, of the players still at camp, that includes Michael Backlund. He was one of the subjects in Elliot Friedman's written 32 thoughts. Thought number three from Elliot Friedman reads as so. He signs in the neighborhood of three years at a $5.5 million AAV. We will see how accurate I am. It's always a grind to get there, but there is a will on both sides. Look at you putting Texty to work. It's Elliot's guess, eh? Yeah. Texty McTexterson reading an Elliot Friedman piece. Getting a little early. Getting a little early. Woke you know, up early. He needs helping some pay. the boy wow. out. He needs some money. What? Okay. Listen, I'm not going to read verbatim. Like, yeah. what? Exactly. Ridiculous. Like it sounds a peasant. Much... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Three years by five and a half. What he was saying. Feels a little rich, but three uh, years. The term is good. I'm okay with the term. Anything past three years, you're like, oh boy. Oh boy. I mean, that's probably like. Yeah, that's probably where I would have come in around between five, two, five and, and a half. And the thing he's is, he's getting five and a half on the open market, right? Yeah, is he? I think so. Or is he, he like worth a, the most to the Calgary Flames? I think he's worth the most to the Calgary Flames, no question. But this is a guy who's coming off a career season. He had yeah, fifty six points. People last like year. seeing selkie guys, you know. Yeah, like look at how much type look, guys. Look what Brandon Hagel got. Right, he got six and a half. Right. There, there are these guys that are very important players that aren't top six, top line players on very good like, teams that are still making some pretty solid bucks. Like if Boston, so five and a half yeah. is kind of what I thought Backlund was going to be at. Like you throw Backlund, I know like it's obviously not the same center group that Boston had last year, but you throw Backlund into that center mix, it feels a little bit better, doesn't it? Well, yeah, yeah, well, for sure. Yeah. If you if you can yeah. line up Lindholm, Kadri, and Backlund. Yeah, it's one of the best trios in the NHL. And so I think that's where the Flames have to pay their price. You yeah. go down the middle, you haven't had that center depth in so long. Man, I just hope they don't announce that deal soon. Because you know Why? what I want them to do. Oh, yeah. you want Like, it to don't be. announce the captaincy. And we all know it's going to be Backlund if he does resign. But wait till the season opener. And uh, you're captain of the Calgary Flames. And then everybody goes, ah, everybody goes bananas. I don't think you're going to get your wish. It's going to be just like an afternoon well, news air down fast. at the Dome. Yep. And we'll be there. And they're going to end then guess. Craig Conroy and, and, and uh, what would it be, Conroy? Yeah. Ruby Huska. Holding well, the jersey with the probably, C probably and their all smiles. Yeah, probably yeah. all three of them. Holding the jersey up with the C. The, 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 the. It's going to be just like that. Maloney okay. will be there. Yep. Yeah. All right. That way we can all ask him questions about it. That way, if they don't get absolutely shelled in their opener, we don't have to be like, hey, so like captain's cool, despite yeah. losing seven to two. Like, that's pretty neat for you, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. That way you kind of avoid those type of situations. If, obviously, Flames aren't going to lose seven to two in their opener, but you never know. <sighs> Anyways, um, Jays and Yankees out in Toronto. Kevin Gossman was facing Michael King on the bump. Belt was back from the 10-day injured list. Jay Jackson had been recalled. Uh, sent a couple guys down to the Florida Complex League because AAA is done now. Uh, pitching matchup for this one. Had Gossman and Michael King. Vladdy, bases loaded opportunity in the third. Got run up on a bit of a questionable pitch for the second time in the game. Kevin Gossman carried a no-hitter into the sixth inning until it was broken up, but still no runs through six innings of play. The Yankees did start to look dangerous in the seventh, but then Bo Bichette snuffed it out. 100 pitches deep. Gosman deals at a ground ball towards Bichette. Has the backhand. He's coming home with the throw and a bounce. The tag by Kirk to cut him down at the plate and get the out.
This game stays scoreless. Bouchette handles the backhand deep and short, fires to the dish. Kirk stops Stan with the tag. On the play at the plate, there are two out. And runners at first and third. It's a great play by Bob Bouchette, who's been a lot more solid on defense this year. He throws out clunky old Giancarlo Stanton as he rumbled from third to home. That kept the game scoreless. Kevin Gossman would finish seven innings pitched, three hits allowed, zero earned runs, couple of walks, five strikeouts along the way. King was also done. Varsha would get to third, but then Kevin Kiermeyer grounded out. That would end the seventh inning. Still scoreless. It actually wasn't until the ninth that we finally got a run. The pitch. In the air, out to left, hit pretty well. Varsho going back at the wall, turns around, and it is gone. A stunning opposite field home run from Austin Wells. The Yankees, within two swings, get a runner on and a 2-0 lead. The young, mustached catcher, Austin Wells, with the two-run shot. Jordan Romano, a couple of mistakes. The Jays fall 2-0. John Schneider had this to say on Jordan Romano after the game. You know, his stuff was good. Um, you know, Glaber's having a good year, and then you can't throw fastballs down to Wells. You know, other young dudes are trying to get the ball in the air and um, just miss his location there. And then after that, he was pretty much spot on. Um, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, you get your closer in, and, um, you know, some nights like tonight it doesn't work out, but I think it was just mislocation to Wells. Uh, I thought he was really good after that. Uh, lots of interesting stats from last night's game. Uh, Blue Jays now shut out for the 10th time since June 19th. Well, that's not good. No, that's not good at all. That's most in Major League Baseball. Um, poor Kevin Gosman. Get that man some runs. Uh, run support in Major League Baseball. Logan Webb, who's had an incredible season for the Giants. Mm-hmm. By the way, here's some hot Giants talk for one Logan Webb who was always really wants upset to hear about yesterday. the Giants. Yeah, he was really upset yesterday. Yeah. Uh, worst run support, uh, 3.21 runs. Uh, J.P. Spears is actually a very good pitcher for the A's. Mm-hmm. 3.48 runs per game. And then Kevin Gosman, 3.55 runs per game. Mm-mm. For the, the, the true ace of the Blue Jays staff, a guy who wasn't for Garrett Cole season. Gosman leads Major League Baseball in strikeouts, or yep. the American League in strikeouts. Guys, right there in the Cy Young conversation. Get the man some runs mm-hmm. here. But again, another rock solid start from uh, Gosman. And you just hope that. And don't it worries me for game one in the, in the wild card in Tampa Bay. If that run support isn't there in the trop, you're right out of it yeah, quickly. Yeah, but again, that's, it's playoffs and it should be tight. The thing that worries me is um, you want them to win so he doesn't have to pitch Sunday to yeah. get him into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You want him to be off so he can pitch game one of the wild card series. I. Don't think we're going to get to the Sunday mattering I hope not, yet, but we might. They can only really afford what uh, three more losses the rest yeah. of the way here. So, and uh, Jordan Romano too. Um, save situation: uh, two point three ERA, a one fifteen WHIP, just one home run allowed, and a uh, four point two three strikeout to walk ratio. Uh-huh. When he's not in a save situation, like he's just out there, just loosey goosey, not good. Four three two ERA, one thirty eight WHIP, five dingers allowed, Mm-mm. and a one point five four K to walk ratio. He locks it in when he needs so to get a save. Not a situation you want to be throwing. Maybe him that's out a there. Jordan Hicks spot. Could be. The numbers say Hicks. Yeah, with like, I like the velocity Hicks could bring in that situation. I think he. I love the gas Hicks. I Hicks think throws. he strikes out Austin Hicks on that, or Austin Wells, or whatever on that play. Yeah, or gets that. Who knows? They play again tonight. Series continues. I believe it's a 5.07 start tonight. It is going to be Garrett Cole on the bump. You can watch this one on Sportsnet West. We won't have it as we'll have the Flames game. Uh, One more thing I want to talk about that I saw yesterday on Blue Jay Central. Um, Shy and Hazel talked about it. The numbers are in for the new dimensions. 
of Rogers Center, and you'd think like there'd be more home runs. There's actually there's twenty. It was like a net. I think it's like twenty four less home runs were hit at Rogers Center this season with the new dimensions. And how many less of the Jays hit at home? Yeah, well, but here's the thing too. Um, Rogers Center is like historically known as as a hitter's park, yep. a place where the ball just flies, especially when the roof is closed. But the Rogers Center this season, the 29th stadium in baseball at runs per game. Like you can't score at Rogers Center, hmm. and a lot of that is the Blue Jays' like lack of offense. But a lot of that's their pitching. Mm-hmm. But in a place where the ball explodes off the bat, not this season, yep. enough with these new dimensions. Weird. It is weird. It's not I even was like they're shocking. Dram- they're not even dramatic dimension you know what? changes. We, we have Shy coming on tomorrow, don't we? Should yes. Yeah, this yeah. is something we'll talk about. Remind me to ask him okay. about the dimensions at Rogers Center because those numbers are fascinating. Because you think, especially with the fences moved in, that mm-hmm. more balls are going out. Mm-hmm. Au contraire, it's the other way around. Mm-hmm. Less dingers at Rogers Center this season. Away from the Jays, the Rangers, and the Angels in LA. Uh, this was a late one, but an early run proved to be big. That's in the seventh in the pitch. That's hit well down the left field side, and that thing is going to get out of here. It's a home run. No doubter by Brandon Drury. He clubs his 24th home run of the season, and that went over 400 feet down that left field side. A three run shot. It's 3 1 Angels. The call on KLAA. You can tell that the joy has been taken out of the Angels announcer's voice. Hey, oh, they're, yeah. they're getting away. They're winning that game. No problem. And like, you can tell that he is like, down. I can see the end in sight, baby. Yep. <laughs> Angels would rack up nine runs. They win the game 9-3. That slows the roll of the Rangers for just an evening. Astros and Mariners playing a key series parallel to that. They're in Seattle. Yesterday was the middle game. Mariners scored a couple runs with some small ball early. Then they broke the game wide open in the fifth. And the 3 nothing pitch. The Cal swinging a broken bat looper down the right field line. It's going to fall in. A fair ball. Rowney third heading home is Rojas. He'll score. Julio to third. The long throw. And it gets on by Bregman all the way to the dugout. And Julio's going to be sent home. The ball rolls into the dugout again. Julio scores. Around the third goes Cal Raleigh on a broken bat single down the right field line. The call on KIRO, uh, just a mess from the Astros there. The Mariners would end up winning the game by a 6-2 score, which broke a three-game losing streak Mm. for them. Rangers led their division by two and a half games. Um, Patrick, you brought it up too. Astros have a chance to miss the postseason here? The defending champs? You know, you go out and get Max Scherzer. You go out and do all the things at the deadline, and it just feels like they're no, they not got Verlander. Scherzer sorry. went to Texas. That's right. They went and got Verlander. Scherzer's coming back, it looks like, That's for the right. playoffs. But exactly. Verlander was nails in that start. Exactly. On Monday night. Yeah, it's it's difficult seeing what, what's going on with Houston and just, just they've just been very inconsistent. They've gotten hot, but then they've dropped, they get swept by the, the the Royals, or they lose two or three to the athletics. It's like they don't play the lower teams very well. Mm. They can play teams above them pretty good. The Blue Jays like, beat those lower teams like but they the Jays something. The yeah. Jays played the Astros pretty good this year as well. So like it's, it's it's a group that's just it's messy. I don't know what it is. Dusty Baker, man. I don't know. Rangers lead their division by two and a half games. Astros are right behind them. The Mariners are a half point back of them. That for the AL West lead. The Jays are a game and a half up on the Astros. Jays in the wild card two spot. Astros wild card three. And now the Mariners are a half game out. If the playoffs started today, the Jays would face the Rays. They're in the second or the first wild card. But they do still have a shot at the division leading Orioles. Baltimore was taking on the Nationals yesterday. A one-run game, and that run came in the first inning. Anderson hits it in the air, deep right field. Thomas back, 
on the track in front of the wall, and it will escape, and it's gone. A home run for Gunnar Henderson. The call on WBAL, Gunnar Henderson's 28th solo shot to lead off the game. The only run scored, the Orioles win at 1-0. They keep the Rays two and a half games back, even after they also won, beating the Red Sox 9-7. You mentioned Max Scherzer's getting healthy. Carlos Correa for the Twins also getting close. An NFL update. Trevor Simeon is going to the Jets. It's uh, (laughs) isolation and darkness. Yeah, it's isolation and darkness in Winnipeg right now. Woof. Also, the Saints signed backup Jake Luton, which shows they're probably going to be without Derek Carr this week when they face the Buccaneers. He's dealing with a shoulder injury. There's a reason why there's a lot of available quarterbacks this time of year. Yep. They're not very good. Yeah. Um, you think maybe the Jets would give Carson Wentz a look? But Carson Wentz stinks. There's he no, holds on to the ball too long. He'd be having way this, too many interceptions. There's nobody on the open market right now on the on the free agent street that is better than Zach Wilson. Because if they were, they'd have sure? a job. They'd have a job. Matt Ryan's calling games. Carson Wentz ain't getting a job. You could get uh, Matt who Ryan. else is you up there? Jacoby Brissett is the one that I'm kind of just like, okay, Jacoby Brissett might be better than Zach Wilson. Yeah. Because he can manage a game. Cap said he'll come and do practice squad stuff for him. Of course he Cap's did. been saying that for a long time. Yeah. I, <laughs> like, it's... It's like, and then they're talking. Like, I'm just so sick of like, oh, they're gonna make a, tra- they gotta make a trade. The Jets aren't gonna be good enough to make a trade. For and what one assets the do they have now, anyway? Mind you, you can get a backup quarterback for. You're not sure. Like, obviously, like their first in this year is still tied up into the Green Bay uh, conditions. Even though they're not getting the first, hey. it's still tied to the Packers in the conditions. So, any first would be next year. If you wanted to go get Kyler Murray or something like that, if Arizona was like, I'm no, done no, with you, this. No, no. Aaron Rodgers is coming but back. Exactly. He's he, coming no, back he's next coming year. Back you next just year. need a temporary guy. But you're not getting it. Kirk Cousins ain't the guy. I got one for you. Hmm. The guy who almost played in the – he almost was this close to playing oh, in Phil the Rivers. Super Bowl. Phillip Rivers. He, he probably needs the money because he's going to have another eight kids. So Phillip Rivers <laughs> would be better right now than Zach Wilson. Work on that Hall of Fame career. <laughs> Stan would be. See? Stan. Hey, what about Philip Rivers? That that meat moves a little bit. They've decided, guys. They're going with Simeon. It's done. It's yep. they're going with Zach Wilson and Trevor Simeon. This is yep. it. This Good is luck. who they're going with. Good luck. Yeah, they're gonna suck. Stamps back in practice. We on the way, baby. Yeah. Never give up. They were missing another three starters from their Saturday loss at uh, Montreal. Offensive lineman Zach Williams and Sean McEwen didn't practice with shoulder and foot ailments, and defensive back Julian Charles also missed. With a knee injury. Torberson was back. That's good to see. The AJHL showcase is in Calgary this year. Silly. Just how much junior hockey you can watch in Calgary this weekend. This is downright silly. Uh, The Canucks hosting a great event. Every AJHL team gathers in one city to play a couple of regular season games. Today through Saturday, you can catch four games all at Max Bell. It's like Red Zone, George. Commercial free junior (laughs) hockey. Wow. 12 straight hours down at Max Bell. Today's slate, the Olds Grizzlies and Grand Prairie Storm at 11. The powerhouse Brooks Bandits play the White Court Wolverines at 2. At 5, it's the Canucks facing the Canmore Eagles. And the night wraps with an 8 p.m. start between the Bonneville Pontiacs and the Black Falls Bulldogs. 21 current NHL players played at least one AJHL game. You'd actually be able to make a pretty good team. I have lines set up, but we don't have time for them. Maybe later in the show. Also, a little kicker in here. It's NFL related. And of course, gents, you know I had to go in the direction of Taylor Swift. It's me. Hi. I'm the problem. It's me. No, I'm just kidding. You all got really upset yesterday. It was too, too much uh, 
Tay Tay and Big Yeti. So Man, got, there's there's a lot of. I like, really want to go into that uh, that chart that that lady did with the astro uh, astronomical oh, thing. You know that that was really yeah. astrology. Astrology. That's yeah. it. Yeah. The, 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 it is astronomical. It is astronomical. The NFL is even more now after this Taylor Swift stuff. I got some a little bit more degenerate for you. Did you hear that the Dolphins' offense is good, George? Yep. One of the key parts of that offense is their speed of receiver, Tyreek Hill. You heard about this guy? The Cheetah? Yeah, Super Bowl champion with the Chiefs, trying to get his second ring with the Dolphins. He's also a bit of a scumbag. Yeah, big time. he's a lot of a scumbag. Confirmed scumbag. He has his own athlete podcast YouTube show called It Needed to Be Said. He also streams himself playing video games all the time. Tuesday, the off day for NFL athletes. So he was doing a little streaming. Playing with Buccaneers receiver Mike Evans. Mm. In this clip, you'll hear Mike Evans first. He asks Hill a question about his future after football, and then Mike Evans responds as well. Here it is. Well, you retire, you doing, you going to be all over, huh? You're going to be on TV, everything. Huh? Nah, when I retire, bro, I really want to be a porn star, though, bro. Like, dead serious. Like, you think I got that? <laughs> no? <laughs> nah, I mean, it's, it's whatever you want, bro. I ain't saying I got opinion on that. <laughs> whatever you want, bro. Oh. Mike Evans wasn't expecting that answer. That was a full five-second pause before <laughs> yeah. Tyreek Hill. No. Yo. No, nah, I mean, it's, it's whatever you want, bro. I ain't <laughs> I've got opinion on that. What a... So my, my question, George. My question for you. It's not if... Um, okay. What do you want to do when you're done radio? Wait, what did you think I was going to ask you? Oh, about Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Um, what do I want to do when I'm done radio? <laughs> I could be today. It could be tomorrow. I don't know. Uh, nah, this ain't going to work out. Um, no, nah, I mean, just do whatever you want, bro. <laughs> well, the, the plan, in, in all seriousness, after this story, and I want to get to more on this really quickly. Uh, in all seriousness, probably, like, teach broadcasting. Oh. That's what, kind of what I want to do. Not get into, well, mind you. Okay, so Tyreek Hill, like Mike <laughs> Evans is expecting him to say something like, yeah, I want to get into media. I want to do some charity work. I want to be a coach. Out. No, I want to be a degenerate porn star. I, when I retire, bro, I really want to be a porn star, though, bro. Like, dead serious. Dead like, serious. Y- you think I got that? <laughs> you think I got that? And then, and then, and then, you and you then. think I got that? <laughs> no? No? <laughs> Nah, I mean, just do whatever you want, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Evans like, oh, God, please, no. <laughs> I should have never turned on this damn Xbox. And good night and uh, good luck to you, amazing. sir. Uh, the Rose Report brought to you by Motorworks. If you want a BMW, choose Motorworks for service and repairs. We'll gladly match then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. Straight ahead, show Ali, Blue Jays pre and post game on the Sportsnet Radio Network. It's the big show, Russick and Rose, 960, the fan.